أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم In the name of Allah, the gracious, the most merciful In today's episode, we will be examining the 8th chapter from the Holy Quran Surah Al-Anfal or the Spoils of War correctly translated as the Voluntarily Gifts This chapter begins with speaking to the Muslim community of the spoils of war that they gain while they face their enemies. And then it speaks of how to prepare the Muslim community to face the enemies, how to create peace between the Muslims and those who surround them. The reason why this was an extremely important topic to be discussed is because the Muslims went through different scenarios once facing the enemies. Obviously, when the Prophet Muhammad migrated from Mecca to Medina, he then was faced with armies that came and wanted to annihilate him and the religion of Islam. The first battle was the, fa- was the Battle of Badr, and it took place in the month of Ramadan, where the Muslims were outnumbered, extremely outnumbered. Only 313 Muslims faced an army of 1,000 of Quraysh, the Arabs. And they were given victory by God, according to the Holy Quran. Once they defeated the enemies, there were spoils of war, and they took the spoils of war. However, in the Battle of Uhud, that was a year later, in the third year after the migration, where the pagan Arabs gathered a huge army to face the Muslims, The Muslims felt since we defeated them once, we're going to defeat them again. And this time, because they went after the spoils of war, they lost the battle. And the Prophet Muhammad was in extreme danger. And some people thought that he was killed. The reason why is because the pagan culture the head of the tribes would collect the spoils of war. Those who had horses would collect a bigger portion of the spoils of war. Those who had swords would then collect a bigger portion. So there was a dispute amongst the companions and this dispute was creating disunity amongst them. And they came to the Prophet Muhammad asking him, and Allah says this in the Holy Quran in the very first ayah of Surah Al-Anfal. 
قل الانفال لله والرسول فاتقوا الله واصلحوا ذات بينكم واطيعوا الله ورسوله Now, how is it that the Muslims go to war, they leave their families, they jeopardize themselves and their lives, and the spoils of war belong to God and the Prophet? Well, this does not speak of any spoils of war. This speaks of voluntary spoils of war, spoils of war that were left behind without a battle. This was speaking of times where tribes would come and create a peace treaty with the Prophet and give um, gifts in return of that peace treaty to the Prophet Muhammad. That belongs to God and to the Prophet, not personally to the Prophet. However, he spent it on his community. And then Allah tells them, Do you want to know if you're real believers? Believers are those where when God's name is mentioned, their hearts soften and they obey the command of God. And once they hear the verses of the Quran, then they are in their iman and their faith is increased and they have trust in their lord this is a mental and spiritual state of the believers now what is that mental and spiritual state meant to create in us action what is the action that reflects this belief those who establish prayers and those who give charity Truly they are the believers. They have gained amazing status with their Lord. And God forgives them. And God bestows His rizq and sustenance onto them. Let us move on to the 24th verse from this chapter. يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اسْتَجِيبُوا لِلَّهِ وَلِلرَّسُولِ إِذَا دَعَاكُمْ لِمَا يُحْيِيكُمْ O you believers, respond to the Prophet. Respond to his call. A call that will give you life. And the verse speaks to Muslims who are alive. Muslims who are breathing. Muslims who are living. And it speaks to us today. And let us ask ourselves, are we an ummah that is alive? That is rejuvenated? Look at our schools. Are they the best of schools? Look at our economy. Is it the best of economy? Look at our treatment with minorities. Are we the best of people who ensure human rights? And fortunately, in the Muslim countries, that is not the case. 33rd verse, وَمَا كَانَ اللَّهُ لِيَعْذِبَهُمْ وَأَنْتَ فِيهِمْ Allah says to the Prophet, Allah will not punish your ummah until you are with them 
And once you depart, وَمَا كَانَ اللَّهُ مُعَذِّبَهُمْ وَهُمْ يَسْتَغْفِرُونَ And God will not descend His punishment and wrath onto the people who seek forgiveness and purify themselves. The 41st ayah is an ayah that is that speaks of the concept of khums, those who have doubt, is khums part of the Qur'an? Is khums not mentioned in the Qur'an? Allah says, وَعْلَمُوا and know أَنَّ مَا غَنِمْتُمْ مِنْ شَيْءٍ فَأَنَّ لِلَّهِ خُمُسَهُ وَلِلْرَسُولِ وَلِذُ الْقُرْبَةِ وَالْيَتَامَى وَالْمَسَاكِينِ وَابْنِ السَّبِيلِ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ آمَنْتُمْ بِاللَّهِ Allah says, once there is a gain in your wealth, then khums, one-fifth of that belongs to Allah and to the Prophet and to the poor and impoverished and he lists the rest of the areas where khums is meant to be distributed. Those episodes, brothers and sisters, are not just meant to be enlightening us as Muslims in understanding the Qur'an further, but the Qur'an remains a misunderstood book and we and this ep- and those episodes are meant to just illuminate the path for those who seek further reading within the Holy Quran. Until the next episode, I leave you with God's protection. Salaamu Alaikum.